today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Rental markets are overheating in Canada's most expensive cities. Ontario is home to more than 1.7 million renters, according to the Canadian Rental Housing Index. And prices have soared 23% in the greater Toronto area in the past year. Meanwhile, BC is home to the largest proportion of renters living in unaffordable conditions. Political economist Ricardo Tranjan sees three key factors overheating rental markets. Weak rent control, a lack of supply and the proliferation of landlord investors. They put the money down and they expect a high return in a very um, short horizon. Putting the squeeze on tenants. Anne Gaviola, Global News, Toronto. Thank you. And uh, that sets the scene for the next couple of sessions I want to talk about here because it's all about putting roofs over people's head. And uh, it's it's getting more and more difficult these days. This is the Bill Kelly Show, CFPL London and CHML Hamilton. Uh, and a number of people have weighed in on this and said, look, there's, there's got to be some coordination here. Uh, you know, you talk to people in the development industry, the building industry, they're saying, yes, we've got to be able to help. Governments uh, are making promises about building homes, uh, throwing numbers out there about their, their targeted goals. I don't know that anybody's actually coming anywhere close to doing that. Well, the Ontario Chamber of Commerce has weighed in on this now, too. Uh, and they've got a policy paper. It's called Home Stretched. It's called Tackling Ontario's Housing Affordability Crisis Through Innovative Solutions and Partnerships. And uh, it's an interesting paper uh, outlining opportunities uh, for all of these agencies and all these uh, stakeholders, basically, uh, to start coming up with some innovative solutions and working collaboratively. Uh, Sarah Bayer is a senior policy analyst with the Ontario Chamber and uh, joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Uh, Sarah, thank you for the time. Good to have you with us today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Bill. Well, this is a great idea, and it's not surprising because the Ontario Chamber, of course, has always been proactive about uh, coming up with innovative solutions to some of the problems. Uh, and, and nothing, I guess, is bigger right now than, than housing. I mean, the, the whole thing seems to be turned upside down. You know, the, the circle of housing life used to be, okay, you'd start out in life and you'd maybe rent an apartment for a while, you'd build up enough money that you get a down payment for a house. Uh, that's all broken now. It, 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 renters are, are being displaced. Uh, people that want to own houses are finding it nearly impossible to do. Uh, and everybody seems to be interested in this. Everybody seems to, to want to fix this. Uh, but it's going to take a lot of coordination here, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, you've really nailed it on the head that it's not um, up to, it, or rather I should say, no single player in the system got us into this mess and no single player will be able to get us out. It's really going to require an all hands on deck approach, um, collaboration between all levels of government, municipal, provincial, federal, as well as industry. So the private sector, as well as the nonprofit sector. And what we've tried to look at through our report here is really recognizing the strengths that each of those different sectors can bring to the table and finding innovative ways for them to better work together to meet the needs of Ontarians. Well, you touched on one thing that I find, well, some people find anyway controversial, uh, and that's uh, immigration, which is ramping up. And, and there are some that are suggesting, well, uh, bringing all these people into the country is just going to make the situation even worse. And, and you mentioned in the paper, no, don't stop. Uh, we need those people. Uh, they're part of the solution here. But now, you know, it just I sense uh, gives us a sense of urgency here that we've got to do something about providing accommodation for them when they bring their skills and their enthusiasm to this country to help us solve these problems. Uh, it just points to the fact that we've got to get private sector, public sector and everybody else at the table and say, OK, let's get this thing done. 
Absolutely, Bill. Um, we heard quite a lot as we were preparing for this report. You know, we engaged with our membership, which represents over 60,000 businesses, small, medium, large across the province, as well as nonprofits and associations. And we also engaged with a diverse range of housing sector stakeholders. And they all really reaffirmed um, exactly your point there that we need to welcome um, all of the immigrants that uh, we've targeted for to help, um, you know, fill some of the real labor gaps that we're facing in industries all across the province. Um, in our most recent Ontario economic report, for example, um, we noted that 68% of organizations in Ontario are reporting labor shortages in their respective industries. So we have significant gaps to fill and immigration is a really key part of filling those gaps but as you as you alluded to at the same time we need to ensure that as we're welcoming newcomers into the province and the country more broadly that we have affordable accessible places for them to live as well and maybe one other piece I'd add on that that was um, a, a, a common theme that we heard as we were putting this report together is that in terms of labor shortages, yes, it's happening across industries, but in particular, there are significant gaps in the construction sector. And what we're finding is that as um, skilled laborers are being priced out of their communities because of the housing affordability crisis, it's actually making the housing affordability crisis worse because we're losing those very workers that we need to build more housing. Well, and anybody who knows, even if they're not building a house, but they just need a tradesperson right now, it's, it's virtually impossible to try to find somebody uh, because there just aren't enough of them around. And, and those that are just, you know, they're, they're booked like until next year sometime. So we need that talent. We need that talent to come in here. But we also need this coordination uh, between governments and the private sector uh, to, to move forward on this and start building them. I mean, we, we've identified this stuff, and I know you've talked about this. I've talked about it with, uh, with uh, Rocco Rossi, of course, your president and CEO at the Ontario Chamber, uh, about, you know, the talk is great, and, and, the, and what you guys have done here with uh, the roundtable partnerships is incredible because that brings everybody to the table and, and in on the discussion. But now it's, it's time to start planning, okay, where are we going to build these things? How is it going to get done? And how quickly can it get done? And, and uh, it's, it's the, the next step, I guess, that we're looking for here. And, and governments have, a, have to play a key role in that. I mean, they're the ones who are supposed to coordinate this stuff uh, between private sector and public sector and a lot of the, the community groups. And I know you're in touch with them as well uh, that could benefit from this and that could actually participate in this too. But somebody's got to draw them all together on the, the same team. That's right. Absolutely. And I mean, what was very um, encouraging, I would say, as we were preparing this report and speaking to all of those different stakeholders that you mentioned is we we uncovered um, a lot of really innovative partnerships that are already happening across the province. So really what we're trying to showcase here is there are some really great opportunities and innovative approaches already underway. And let's figure out how to scale them up and 
um, bring them across the province into places where they're going to be um, best suited to meet the local needs there. So, for example, we heard about a supportive housing development. So that would be providing affordable housing with wraparound services and supports for people who might otherwise face homelessness. And that was a partnership between um, the municipality, a nonprofit, as well as a private developer. So really looking at how all of these different partners can come together and help meet some of the needs in the community. And what I would really want to emphasize um, through this conversation and for your listeners is there are um, you know, really a, a, a vast diversity and mix of housing types out there. And we really want to encourage, again, that collaboration between all levels of government and industry to ensure that we're building the right type and mix of housing all the way along the continuum. So from that deepest level of affordability, um, you know, supportive housing, as I mentioned, community and social housing, but all the way up to home ownership and everything in between. So thinking about purpose-built rentals, missing middle, um, student housing, senior housing, really ensuring that we have the right mix and type of housing to meet Ontarians where they're at. And, and you're right, and it's not a one-size-fits-all because what's going on in London may not be what's needed in Hamilton or Toronto, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's got to be a, a local flavor to that, and you're absolutely right, which brings local councils in. We can't you know, talk about the federal and provincial governments, uh, but, but local councils have a big role to play in this when it comes to zoning and, and approval of some of these applications and, and getting shovels in the ground. Certainly, yes. I mean... Again, every role, or rather, every level of government really has an important role to play. Um, you know, we're not here to point fingers. Everyone has a responsibility here. But one of the one of the key recommendations and kind of focuses of of the report is about really expediting and streamlining those approval processes. And yes, that does happen at the municipal level, but the provincial government also has a role to play there. Um, and really wanting to ensure, you know, currently we're at about 10 to 11 years for the, the full kind of from start to completion of a new affordable development. And we just don't have that time. No. We have the needs right now here today. I'm sure, as you mentioned, you know, this is an issue that's impacting everybody, um, whether it's personally or your family members or friends, you know, businesses are being impacted in their ability to attract and retain talent as they're being priced out of their communities. And, you know, at the end of the day, as people have are spending more and more of their income on housing, it means they have less to spend elsewhere on other goods and services and supporting their local economies. So it's a it's a crisis. It's urgent. And that's why we're really calling for an all hands on deck approach. Well, I would uh, direct three people to the Ontario Chamber webpage if they want to get a, a, a insights into the report itself. Uh, as always, uh, Sarah, thank you for the great work that you guys are doing at the Ontario Chamber to address this problem. And thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Bill. Take care. Sarah Baer, Senior Policy Analyst with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.